Do you know that over 80% of women will experience hair thinning at some point in their life? Viviscal hair growth supplements are 100% drug-free and clinically proven to achieve thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. Recommended by doctors and stylists, Viviscal is the number one selling hair growth supplement in the U.S. In just three months, it is clinically proven to help achieve thicker, fuller hair. Plus, there is free shipping and a 90-day money-back guarantee. Go to Viviscal.com and use code Jana for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off at Viviscal.com and use code Jana. Did you guys know that over 80% of women will experience hair thinning at some point in their life? Viviscal hair growth supplements are 100% drug-free and clinically proven to achieve thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. It's recommended by doctors and stylists. Viviscal is the number one selling hair growth supplement in the U.S. There's a 90-day money-back guarantee and free shipping. So go to Viviscal.com and use the code FAMOUS for 20% off your first order. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, something wasn't smelling right. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a married associate pastor and my wife is a stay-at-home mom. Two months ago, I went to Africa on a mission trip and when I came home, my wife was acting weird. She would be either really happy or really sleepy. So I thought she was having a nervous breakdown until one night I leaned into her to kiss her and uh, I noticed a strange smell in her hair and breath. It was weed. I asked her if she had been smoking and she denied it and got irritated with me for asking. After that, I started watching her closely and I snooped through her car. I found cigar wrappers, a lighter, and an ATM receipt under her seat. Uh, She told me that she had no idea how that stuff got in her car. She she knows that I I don't condone marijuana use at all and definitely not in my home around my children. Thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings and I was able to bust her in the act of smoking weed on the patio when she thought I'd be gone for a while. She has been living a double life and playing me for a fool. She came clean and started defending her smoking by saying that she smokes with a few of the ladies from our church, and it's no big deal. Even though it's legal in our state, I still don't allow it in my home. She told me that my views are old school and I'm stuck on stupid. She said if she is to continue to take care of our kids and the home daily, she does not plan to stop smoking weed because it's therapeutic for her. I want her to go to counseling and or rehab, but she refuses. She said that as long as she does it away from the kids, it's fine. Am I the only one that thinks this is a huge problem? Please help. Oh, you're absolutely right. This is a huge problem because it's affecting your marriage. It's affecting your marriage in a major way. And it sounds like uh, it could be a deal breaker because your wife, your wife likes her weed, sir. She likes her weed, pastor. Uh, it's disrespectful, I think, because you are a pastor and it's not a good look for you. I get that. Even though she's smoking it with the ladies from the church, the whole church will know in a minute, I'm sure. Uh, uh, I, I get that it's legal in your state. You said that, but you don't support it. You didn't mention it, but I don't think this is for any type of medicinal reasons or anything like that. Uh, the issue I have is that you say 
you don't allow it or condone it in your home. Well, guess what? It's her home, too. It's her home, too. And uh, she lives there. She takes care of the kids all day. She takes care of the home and the children. And she says she does not want to stop. So this is a major problem. You want her to stop. You don't condone it. You don't think it's cool. You don't want her smoking it in the house or around the kids. And she says it's therapeutic for her, and she's not going to stop. You have suggest you want her to go to counseling. Have you suggested that to her, counseling or rehab? Well, yeah, you said that, but she refuses. You guys have a major impasse in your marriage. Uh, you're going to have to try and work this out. Uh, but if, if, if you're not into weed smoking, and she is, I don't see this working. Absolutely not. Steve? Well, Pastor, you don't believe in weed smoking, but she do. Mm. We have two different belief systems under one roof. You ain't going to have it because the way you found out, you started watching her closely. Snoop through her car. You found cigar wrappers, a lighter, and an ATM receipt. She told me she didn't have no idea how this stuff got in her car. What I do know is I don't condone marijuana use, marijuana use, and it's all definitely not in my home around my children. Then he says, thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings, and I was able to bust her in the act, smoking weed on the patio, when she thought I'd be gone for a while. Now, she's saying you're old-fashioned because her and some of the ladies from church are smoking. Mm. You don't allow it in your house. Told you your views is old school and you stuck on stupid. Mm. Then she told you if you want her to continue to take care of them damn kids, she going to have to smoke weed. <laughs> That's what she said. It's so now let's get into why she got to smoke so much weed. Let's talk about your sermons, Pastor. Mm. Mm. Are they good sermons or are they sermons where people go, man, what time is it with the game is on? <laughs> so I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't really know how to put this to you, except you're dealing with a situation here where your wife smoke weed and you don't. And I think the best way to do this is just a complete reenactment. Because oh. we're not going to get to the bottom of this any other way. Amen. Shirley Amen. says that she thinks that it is a problem because it's affecting your marriage. So we need to go on and act this out. Now, Jay been gone for a while, but I'm pretty sure he still remember. I'm here. Man. I'm the pastor. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you the weed smoker. Oh, how perfect this is. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Baby. Baby, yeah. Baby, I was you were asleep the other night. I smelled your breath and your hair, and it smelled like weed. First, What's happening? First of all, you have got to stop yelling. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold, 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 hold on, Claire. Now ain't, ain't nobody yelling. Claire, Claire, ain't screaming all the time. Girl, ain't nobody screaming. You don't smoke that Just weed. Take, all I'm asking is. is Take it down or not. Just wow, down. you telling me to take it down or not, and you in here smoking Ooh, weed? Dude, 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 dude. Don't do dude. me. Dude, 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 man. This happens so hard. Every day. You, uh, let me go preach, and you stay here with these damn kids. See if you're smoking. Man, I'm telling you. This wow. ain't an easy job. 
Baby, yeah. when I married you, you didn't smoke no yeah. weed. And I ain't going to have it in my house now. I'm not even smoking it. I'm outside behind the. I'm way outside. <laughs> not even in the house. Yeah, but baby, at night, it's on your breath and it's in your hair. Look, let me just say this. I don't know, but I'm sure weed was in the Bible. I don't know. I'm not sure. And where did you hear that at? 12 dudes and not right. smoke something. Hold on, Clara and uh, Pastor. <laughs> Clara. <laughs> man. We'll have part two of this reenactment and of Steve's I'm response. Yelling. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. And uh, the subject is something wasn't smelling right. Steve. So this pastor is married to this woman. Mm-hmm. Went on a trip and came back, noticed she was acting kind of strange. And uh, she was always tired or just wasn't herself. So he's, one night he smells her hair and her mouth, it smells like weed. Mm. Mm. So he says in the letter at one point, let me pull it up because I want to quote it to you. <laughs> She said that she had no idea how the stuff got in her car. She knows that I don't condone marijuana use at all, definitely not in my home. Thankfully, God revealed her wrongdoings, and I was able to bust her in the act of smoking weed on the patio when she thought I was going for a while. Now, this ain't really trying to hide it, Pastor. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. she out on the patio. So now here's the pastor confronting her, his beloved Clara, who he didn't, they didn't, he didn't know she was a junkie. A junkie! So, Clara. Clara. Yeah, man. What, what is it? <laughs> no, now, Clara, you gonna have to you gonna, you gonna have to pick your uh, head up Reverend, now. Look at me now, Reverend. <laughs> How's that, Reverend? Clara, Clara, I'm shocked that you would go to these of knowing I'm against. I'm a man of God, and I'm against weed smoking. No. How could you, Clara? Um, I'll tell you what. Let's, can we make a deal? <laughs> I'm willing to see things your way. But I'm gonna have to smoke what I got left to get rid of all these snacks I got. Out here, okay? and I swear, as soon as that's gone, Clara, I'll quit. Yeah, I yeah. can't stand by here in good consciousness. Well, how about and allow you that? to smoke weed reefers in this here house. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll give it a try to give it up. Um. I'm under a lot of pressure. What type of pressure, Claire? These kids, man. You, you're not here with these. You don't. You have no idea. Clara, these kids is 29 and 32. That's what I'm talking about. They need to be out of here. Out. But Clara, if, the kids have their own you. apartment. Sweetie, what is wrong with you? I don't want to disrespect you, Daddy. I swear I don't. Ooh, I don't. But right. you, daddy. if you say do it your way, I'll give it a try. Aw, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't want a joint to come between us, okay? <laughs> Clara, where did you pick this habit up at? Well, Just tell me. 
There's a Jamaican that be out in back of the church. I don't know if you know about it. In back of the church? In back of the church. Well, what are you doing back there? Selling weed. Uh, <laughs> he asking way too many weed. questions. <laughs> Selling weed. <laughs> but Washington. if it'll keep our if it'll keep our relationship going, Aww. I'll give it up. But I gotta finish this last little bag. I got. Well, how much is in the bag? How many how many reefers can you make out the bag? I got. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna be honest. I got about two pounds left. And what? As soon as, I, as soon as I go through that, done. Sarah, <laughs> two pounds of reefers. <laughs> you, what you in the world? Where'd you like buy that much? That distribution, them charges. <laughs> you, you just making it sound like a lot. That is, that's just a weekend's worth of weed. That is, <laughs> is he killing your go back to Africa? <laughs> You, oh my God! A weekend's worth two pounds of. Yeah, uh, I got, I got religious weed too, man. I got well, walk that? on the water. I got some of that. <laughs> I got... You got, you got some walk on the water weed. Uh-oh. I got some holy roly. Wait a minute, back, back up a little bit, Claire. Mm-hmm. Where did you find some walk on water weed? The Jamaican in the back of the <laughs> church. <laughs> I got some booyaka booyaka. <laughs> Can you get Jamaican on the phone for me? Oh. No problem. Hold on. <clears throat> Hello, man. Why, why, why you want, man? Why um, you want? Do you sell, oh, uh, um, um, um. Oh, Reefus's uh, products to uh, Claire. What? No, man. No, me not, me not sell her nothing, man. Me run a tab. She not we not sell it. She running a tab. Oh. So well, up. how much she owe you? By $7,000 now. But because it's your wife, I let her go and then argue with her. My wife owes you seven thousand dollars on reefs. Seven thousand dollars in weed, man. But I tell you what, she do every night when the summons over. She bring out a bottle of church wine and give that to me, man. Aww. Oh. Mm. You sure just come wine. between your marriage, man? Me down well, you're in it now, but what she bringing? Just wine. She bring wine. Them little tiny cookies. She bring them too. Them little. <laughs> Little, they like, they're very small, but you got to eat a lot of them for it to be tasty. <laughs> Boy, them ain't cookies. Them communion crackers. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Put some peanut butter on them, man. They're good, I'll tell you. I'm tired of talking to you because that one, that's going to be both You got to go, man. Talk to you later, man. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, listen, you can email us or Instagram us at Steve Harvey FM if you want to comment on today's letter, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
feels like so many books these days are getting the Hollywood treatment. And I am one of those people that has to read the book before I watch the movie. This is Dana Schwartz, host of the brand new podcast, Popcorn Book Club. I talked four of my smartest and funniest friends into starting a book club with me, where we read super buzzy books and talk about them every week. I thought he was, is that he was going to get an MFA in writing and then write the book about them. And then she reads Oh, great. Before we go into the rest of the book, can we just all say our favorite Ruffalos? My Ruffalo (laughs) of preference is from Eternal Sunshine of the Spice. The glasses. Good Ruffalo. Read the book along with us or don't. No pressure. This is an English class. We won't tell. We're talking Normal People by Sally Rooney. I Know This Much Is True by Wally Lamb. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. So many more awesome books, all of them becoming movies or TV series that then we watch and also judge and talk about. So join the club. Listen to Popcorn Book Club on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Never has the world of golf been more fascinating or more in flux. Thanks to a suddenly newfound appreciation for a sport that millions love and even more millions have missed watching, my new podcast, The Shack Show, hosted by me, Jeff Shackelford, will be that safe space to discuss matters both vitally important and totally escapist. So as the pro golf tours ease back into business and recreational golfers rekindle their passion for getting outdoors and getting easily aggravated, and maybe minus a few bunker rakes, some cart sharing, or those awkward chest bumps, the Shack Show will be in your queue, ready to offer the sport's last independent voices sticking up for what really matters. Each week, I'll interview a wide array of golf's smartest, funniest, and most compelling minds as we attempt to gauge the state of the game. And sometimes I'll just chime in with a quick take on those inevitable first-world golf dramas. So listen and follow The Shack Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 